Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Speaking of setting the tone, uh, the latest drama in the National Football League, uh, now that we've got the outrage, last week it was concussions. This week it's roughing the passer. It's, the, it's a continued theme <laughs> of outrage. It really is great. This, uh, doesn't this show you the power of the NFL? All they got to do is put on a primetime game and a storyline comes out of it and it completely outsha- overshadows everything that happened actually in the game. Because now the conversation has turned to what are we doing with roughing the passer? Uh, apparently the changes are going to be discussed after the season with the competition committee and then the owners are going to meet next week but there's no plan to change the current rules in season there was another report that came out from the associated press that say uh, they don't expect it to be reviewable etc 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 so here we are who's got a solution who's got a fix for the problem as we now navigate the waters of roughing the passer being the controversy of the of the national football league who's got a solution who wants to go we <laughs> talked about this a little bit yesterday like the idea if people are going to bring replay into this it to me at best looks like a a one-year scenario where we try to implement replay there's a call that's made on the field and it's not overturned from the booth because it's a subjective call they're not re-officiating the play and what would have changed had that play been reviewable if you listen to the narrative from the nfl officiating And what they've said since that point is that no mistake was made. The quarterback still giving that is given that protection, even though he didn't have the football. He wasn't a passer at that point. In fact, he had lost possession. Uh, And it's all due to the the defender landing on top of him. So they they have put essentially this is what they've done. They've put the well-being of the quarterback ahead of every other player out there on the field. 
And I, I think you've already got enough protections for the quarterback. I mean, at some point, the defense is going to get a flag in the event that the quarterback stumbles walking out to the huddle. Like, it feels like it's going in that direction. So I, I just, I kind of, I kind of, I'm not sure there is a solution other than looking at maybe that specific incident and saying, okay, hold on a second. If the quarterback fumbles, you can't all of a sudden give him the same protections as when he's a passer. Because in this instance, you had a player who not only took the ball from him, but as he's landing on top of him, he, he, Derek Carr didn't have the football. It was Chris Jones who had it. Like, we can't consider that player a passer in that instance and give him the same protections if he doesn't even have possession of the ball and the other team does. Or, or if you're going to recall the rough the passer, okay, but at least give Kansas City the football and, and, and allow them to then have possession of the ball since they got possession of the football. But I don't think replay fixes it. I think that's just like a Band-Aid that will eventually someone will rip off. I, I Honestly, like I, I think I look at this and I just go, like players are going to just have to adapt because the NFL is making a statement, LeVar. They're basically saying we feel like quarterbacks are more important than any other position and everyone else has to adjust with the rules we implement because we don't want to see a bunch of backups, even though right now we're watching a bunch of backups in the NFL. <laughs> and I, listen, n- no one would dispute that the, the quarterback is the star of the show. No, no one has a problem with admitting that that's within the game. It, let, let's let's take a step back here for a second, right? Because in, in in moments like these, it makes you it makes you kind of evaluate and then reevaluate and then take inventory, and we all come to different conclusions. If you think about the history of the game and how how players were were labeled and how how they were were tagged, all right. In the backfield, when when football first started, the backfield was the most important part of the game. That's why you have so many different labels for them. But it's interesting when you think about it, all right? The the one that is considered to be the least important back in those days was considered to be quarter of a back. <laughs> quarter of a back, right? So you're only, you only represent one quarter of, of a whole. Then you have the halfback, who was super, super important, but they're only half of a back. And then you had the full back. This is a full back, meaning 100%. This is the back. All right? Then it, then it kind of starts to evolve. Now the tailback, not, you're not calling it the halfback anymore. You're calling it the tailback, and the tailback has way more significance and way more importance because that's your game breaker in your backfield, all right? The quarterback still is they're taking the ball and can run. They are a back. They are, in, in essence, they are a running back. They're just only quarter of a running back. So they're the back that can throw the ball. If you realize it, any back can throw the ball. <laughs> Any back can throw the ball. Like, so if we're paying attention and we're following this and you're like, okay, well, what's the point of, of me giving this this little history lesson? Well, the idea that a back that is a the lesser of all the backs by by label, the lesser of all the backs is now the back that is the most important cog, the most important piece to the team. All right. And you gotta protect that asset. I get it. But here's my thing. What do quarterbacks do? At times, they run the ball. So to me, it's not about doing a, it's not about doing a a, a, a 
you know, a review. If if this is to the point, we're to the point now where a player is being flagged for for a strip, a sack, and trying to get the ball while keeping him from getting the ball while taking him down just in case and and recovering a, the ball and that becomes a roughing the passer then you're you have now made it very very clear that you do not want that quarterback to be touched you don't want them to be hit blow the blow the play dead when somebody breaches the area around that quarterback to be like practice oh, Bre- <laughs> hey, listen when you breach when you breach the the personal space of that quarterback Blow the blow to play dead. It's like and, a, give, what, what, and give that player a sack, like a house arrest anklet. If they come out, out of, yeah. outside a certain it's the, zone, it's the it, only it way. Up. It's the only way you're going to be able to continue to have <laughs> defenders be motivated to actually get into the backfield and make a play. Don't allow quarterbacks to run, so they can't forget about Lamar Jackson. <laughs> forget about Pat Mahomes looking like like he can just scramble all day, and 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 uh, Kyler Murray. You can't run. Do not run. Do not run. Do not leave an area that puts you in danger. If they're so concerned about the safety and the protection of a quarterback that is a back, then do not allow take away some of the some of the freedoms that quarterbacks have to even up the 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 grounds of competition because right now it's like quarterbacks can do whatever it is that they want and they're rewarded for it if they put themselves in danger. By getting by getting penalty flags and different things like that, it's it's not to me it's not feasible to continue down this road with defenders being able to do their job properly. If a guy like Chris Wills, uh, um, Jones, Chris, Chris Jones, Jones did yeah. what he was supposed to do in that instance, and he put too much body pressure, too much weight on the quarterback hitting the ground, it's just too much governing of this position. So, so take away what they are able to do, and well, uh, and create more parameters so you can protect them. I, I, the problem is, I think that creates more officiating, right? That creates officiating getting more involved, and, and I never think more officiating is the solution. No different than not having replay, because I don't think them implementing replay helps anything. It didn't with pass interference. Jonas said it yesterday. Uh, coaches just stopped challenging it because they knew they weren't going to overturn it. It was, it was a position that the NFL took where they're like, yeah, we're just we're not going to overturn these. Okay, cool. Terrible rule. Why did we put it in the first place? So I, I don't know that any creating rules that implement more of subjectivity to officials. Hey, was he in the proximity of the quarterback? Was he not? Was it a, we got to blow the play dead. I mean, it, to me, that's not a, that's not a solution. The, the, ultimately, the solution is just saying, hey, quarterbacks, you got to buck up because here's the reality of it, all right? Did anyone see the numbers from the Cowboys LA Rams game this past week? Me did you guys see the ratings for that? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, it was uh, how to do because I know the 20, 24 million. Jeez. Last time I checked, is, is Dak Prescott starting for the Dallas Cowboys? No. Oh, it's Cooper Rush, right? He's got what four stars, five stars this crease. Yeah. He's this big known commodity at quarterback. Yeah. Right? No. Do it for like, the brand. The, the, tr- the, the truth is, it's the Dallas Cowboys brand, right? And you may not be able to say that for every other you know team out there. The Dolphins now you know have, have a third string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. That's a rookie out of Kansas State. But the the reality is that's football. 
That's how it works. And you're probably going to tune in to watch your team regardless. If you're a Dolphins fan, are you saying, oh, I'm not going to watch this because Tua's not playing? Or now Teddy Bridgewater's out. You know, change the channel. You're still going to watch. Like, at some point, these teams have to realize, these owners, the, the, the officials, the league has to realize, it's still about the brand. And as much as we love to see our superstars out there, Dak Prescott and the lack of him being out there had no impact on the ratings. 24 million people tuned in to watch Dallas take on the LA Rams for a regular season game. So let's stop acting like, oh, if we have a starter out, it's the end of the world. No, it's not. And, and owners out there, stop being cheap. Go find a backup that you might have to pay a little bit to. I mean, there's, they've changed rules. Here's, here's the thing that's the hypocrisy about it is they've changed the rules for the roster. They got rid of the third quarterback designation over a, a decade ago. But what that did was that forced teams to keep less quarterbacks on their roster because they didn't want to have to pay for, I don't know, five, six, seven million dollar you know, backup, $10 million backup with a guy who's potentially has the ability to earn more if he plays. That's your insurance policy, dude. Like, that's what it's there for. You're making hundreds of millions, and you don't want to spend money to have a, a decent backup you feel confident in or go dra- spend a draft pick on a guy that you feel like could come in and do the job or might compete with your starter one day? Like, that's on you as an organization. Like, unfortunately, the rest of the players in the league has to, has to take one on the chin or adapt their game because the NFL and the NFL owners aren't, aren't, aren't okay with saying, yeah, maybe we need to keep three quarterbacks on a roster. Like, maybe we actually need to invest in the backups and spend a little more money there. Like, maybe the game's going to be okay if we have a backup start a few games, like the Dallas Cowboys have had. And there's other instances where, you know, clearly it you know, hasn't worked out as well. But I'm just saying, like, that's one example. And I don't want to make everything off one example. People are still going to watch these games. Even if you have a backup quarterback player, that's just the reality of it. Uh, I do think, though, knowing the NFL, they're probably going to call less roughing the passers the rest of the year. Like I, I th- this is the NFL well, model to a T. You and do I, know they've been actually called pretty infrequently in comparison to last year. Like okay, roughing so, the passers so far this year have been down compared to last year. And so we've got two instances that caused a bunch of outrage. Well, and that's the, the Tua thing may have changed everything. Like, let's just well, be clear. We do know that the NFL is very reactive. Yeah, right? and that's exactly what's going to so happen that's here. that's what's going to happen. That They are going to try to make sure that they limit the 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 maybe that happening, a quarterback getting concussed and looking like that. They're going to try to limit that. 100% they are. And that's optics, you know. And, and for what it's worth, I was being sarcastic about blowing it did once you get close. Uh, could you imagine defenders just running by, just doing run-bys? To, to the, I mean, be great. The, you know what the first thing that came to mind was? The Michael Strahan sack to, 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 oh, yeah. to get the record versus Favre. Yeah, just yeah. go ahead. I mean, it is a production. He kind of just jumped down on the ground. I was like, I didn't even touch it's, him. It, it is a production. If somebody gets close to you and you feel like you're in danger – Take a knee. I mean, that's a little insulting. I mean, take, Brett, take Brett, a knee. Brett Favre does everything on the up and up. Like he's trying no. to make it seem like he's gonna, you know, lay down. Does that call sack. his sack record into question? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, I mean, did TJ Watt? Did TJ Watt tie it? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, he did. Uh, or he no, tie, did, he was one under. He tied. Or it. like a half shy. I for, who knows? But it. yeah, I think he did it in less games as well too. If I'm not mistaken, I think. Cause well, they, I don't. I don't remember anyone laying down. To take any of those. No. Yeah. But listen, you know, they've I got I wonder that. how many of those were offset by roughing the passer. I wonder. We should go back and try to yeah. find out how many times TJ Watt did get to the quarterback and it was actually 
nullified or what's that called? Negated. Yeah. By, Negated, by, yeah. 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 Did he do but, it in 15 games? Yeah, he did it in less games. He was banged up last year. I mean, what are those white boys doing, man? What are they doing? I mean, they come from Wisconsin. Maybe it's in the corn or cheese or something up there. They're they're on a couple of bad football teams this year. Let me tell tell you something. There are are a certain group of of people that it just runs all in their family to be dope-ass pass rushers. Okay, and here's the other thing I wanted to ask you guys. So Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey are both going to the Hall of Fame, correct? I mean... Travis is definitely on the Travis way. Travis for sure, Jason. It's, you know, it's, that, so. that's all. Yeah, yeah, you yeah know. so they're both going to the Super Bowl. He's done well. Yeah. But, but I wasn't, I'm talking family. about like pass rushers. Like, think about it. If you think about it, they come they come in, in triplets, right? Like the Bosa's. Yeah. How are they so good? His dad was a first round pick. Right? How, yeah. how are they so good? Seen the dad, the dad looks, he's like but, as physically as impressive as they but are. But that's Jack. what I'm saying. Stacked and then you got then you got the Watt the Watt boys. I mean, the Watt boys. there's one that plays offense, but I'm just saying you got two that are it's literally like the best in the game, like ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, well, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was that, Roberto? Uh, yeah. oh my God, is that right? Is that right? You want to say it That's on air? That's the Bosa, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say that on air? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's I mean, the, it's not wrong. What's like, the pattern of that injury? What's the like. pattern of behavior, Berto? The Bosa's, they all tear their groins, too. Yeah. Well, look. That's it, all that power, it's man. It's explosion, man. Do you, think, do you think Roberto would care about that if, if they the, both didn't happen to play on teams in the West Coast? Uh, like the Chargers uh, that are a division rival, and then that, that San Fran's a you know, a rival in the sense, but they do, they did used to share the bay together. I feel like Birdo gets a little salty. About it's this. a legitimate yeah, observation and conclusion. Hey man, San Fran and Oakland was a rivalry that, uh, that was real. They didn't like each other at all. And those, well, Birdo, do you like the 49ers? Like, oh, I got a 49ers story for you guys. If you want to hear? Yeah. Right? Tell us. <laughs> yeah. Well, my brother-in-law, he's lives, in, he's from San Francisco. My sister lives in San Francisco there. They're, they're both married. Uh, he's a diehard Niners fan. He, that he would make fo- him brother-in-law? Yeah. Like, he's my brother-in-law. He's my brother-in-law. Yeah. They got married? He's, yeah. He's married to my All right. Okay. Yeah. He's Cereal. a diehard Niners fan. He loves the 49ers. He loves Joe Montana, right? Cereal. Like, All right. Go Joe Montana is the, the god to him. Well, the other day, uh, my, sis, my sister and uh, my nephew were at, uh, where was that? In, uh, in some, uh, somewhere in the, in the pier, what did I tell you? Pier 39. Pier 39, yeah, yeah in San yeah. Francisco. And uh, my sister walks up to Joe Montana and says, uh, can my son take a picture with oh, you? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. And he's like, no. No. Wait, Joe said no. Yeah, I don't do I don't do photos anymore. Yeah, that's uh, a. Oh gosh. That's, I mean that that sounds like Notre Dame to me. Like if I if we're gonna be truthful oh, here, that's uh, yeah. that sounds like some behavior well, uh, that you'd get. So my sister says Tom Brady's like... a go now, not Joe Montana. Oh wow. <laughs> well, that that is sad that's to hear. Sad. Well, yeah, yeah, but maybe he, my my brother like, oh man, he didn't take Devastated. it well. He didn't take it well. He's old hey. school for one. He didn't take it well. Don't meet your and, heroes. And he's sorry. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. Very, old. I, yeah. I would. I would like to dive into the story more. Like, was he sitting down and eating, and you walked up in the middle of dinner and asked? No, him, I don't. I don't. No, like? I don't. My, I don't, my sister wouldn't do that. No. So they just caught him like you, at a random moment. He was chilling, yeah. and they wanted to take the photo. Yeah. Yeah. My just she, my sister wanted him to take a picture just with my yeah. nephew. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. Man. Some people's well, brands are that. so strong. You gotta, you she's pay. not a Niners fan. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know. you know what? I'm with Joe. Listen, if I'm trying to have a bowl of clam chowder at the pier and I'm being harassed, I'm sorry. I, I, I'd hey, like Greg, to Greg Lloyd, Greg Lloyd I, would grab your – He would grab your, your – 
whatever it is you were using to take a photo and break it. If you, if you tried to take a photo with them <laughs> really? and stuff like that. Oh, Craig Lloyd old one? school dudes, old school dudes aren't really into that. <laughs> I told him if you would ask Charles, I'm sure he would have said yes. Charles Woodson? Yeah. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. Um, yeah C Wood would have definitely. <laughs> That's a bummer. All those years yeah, of supporting de- Joe de- He's devastated, man. He didn't take it really well. <laughs> Old school a, dudes don't do it, not, though. That's not good to hear. Mike, Michael Jordan, Mike Jordan, guys like, they don't do it. They don't do it. I do wonder if there's an element of if he was just like, man, if I do one, then I'm going to have to do these. You already or, know, Q. Or, or you already, that, that level of fame that them type of guys have. They don't. Them old school guys that are famous, they don't take pictures. Maybe he doesn't like how he looks. It's Maybe just like, different. I, I've gotten older. I don't want these pictures getting out here. You know, I just um, I'm uncomfortable. They're with just it. different about photo and 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 autographs. They're different. Yeah, old school dudes. It's a certain certain like year where it changed. Like they're younger. It's like I get it. I'm gonna take these photos. I'm yeah. gonna sign. Some guys that take photos won't sign autographs. They'll take a photo with you, but they won't sign an autograph. So it's it's just weird. Some guys get, get just got weird idiot. In, in, yes. What is screw it? Screw the okay. idiosyncrasy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. right. There you go. So, well, that's a and bummer. screw the Niners. Yeah, well, it, it might be because he's still making money off that stuff too. Yeah, you know. And oh. the more you sign, the less it's, it's the less value yeah. it has. I mean, it yeah. just is what it is. So for those, some guys you, look at it that way. So or even those, pictures, like yeah. even personal photos yeah. and stuff. So for those of you guys looking for Joe Montana to open up a TikTok account, probably not happening. Probably not going to so happen. Hate to be the bearer of bad news here. It's not going to happen. And if you see him out, just Say hi from afar. That's great. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Twenty-something years of, of loyalty. I to bet the you. Fan. He'll, I bet you he'll wave his hand at you. <laughs> See, like, it's all about tempering your expectations. Isn't that what the whole segment was about? Temper your expectations. That's like finding out Santa Claus is a drug addict. Like, oh man, <laughs> what? my whole life. And he's ruined. skinny. <laughs> he's hopped up on all these candy canes. Yeah. He really does look like oh. Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> and he can't grow a beard. My my whole life's a lie. What a shame. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be yeah! Yeah! Throw him up, Ferno! Throw him up! Hey, Lee! <laughs> come on! Come on, Lee! Come on, Lee! Yeah! yeah! <laughs> I love how y'all duck it out, though. Like, y'all duck facing yeah, out. Yeah, that's like, how we do duck, it. Duck facing. Brady right. taught me how to do that. Okay. You throw him up, man. Do what? It's uh, no. when you throw him up. <laughs> no. It's uh, a shot. That's it's, what's going to happen. Oh, man. Even the KOC? Come on, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that anyone calls you that anymore. That is true. Uh, I don't know a, that anyone calls you that, that anymore. That was a long gone era. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And as always, we do it live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So uh, we may finally have an answer 
as to why uh, Russell Wilson has been struggling early on in his Denver Bronco career. Is the danger witch? Yeah, well, there's there's that. By the way, shoddy editing on that commercial because they showed him taking a bite out of the sandwich, and then the very next clip, there was no bite out of the sandwich. Oh, really no. messed that up. Yeah, it's a yeah. shame. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he's done that. He's done a bunch of TikTok videos. He's done uh, – It's it's been very awkward. He's been criticized by former teammates. It's been uncomfortable. Uh, you know, Bronco Nation, let's ride, I believe, is the new slogan that he tags out every interview with, even after they lose and look bad on national television. But uh, Nathaniel Hackett spoke about this injury. Now, what is it? Is it a lat tear or a sprain? Like, I've heard two different versions. I, I, I think it's a lat. That's uh, Well, I mean, if it's a strain, spread, like, usually there's small tears there. But, yeah, I, I think that's how it's being described as it, it's a lat a small tear yeah, yeah. well uh, nathaniel hackett his head coach uh, gave an update on russell wilson who does have a big time matchup coming up this week uh i mean listen th- they get all the breaks these denver broncos especially when they're struggling like i know what you're thinking well the last thing they need to be happening is for them to be featured on prime time oh don't worry they're going to be on monday night football against the chargers this week but here was nathaniel hackett giving a- an update on his new quarterback I've learned in this game, everybody has something that's going on. Uh, it's a very, very physical game as we see week in and week out with everybody. And uh, Russell is a very tough human being. Uh, he's not going to miss anything. Uh, he, he wants to be out there competing for this team. And, and uh, so we'll just make sure that we take care of him, do the right things to get him to as close to 100% as we can. So, again, I mean, uh, he's. Go listen, guys. Go <laughs> Guy, he's a he's a warrior. Um, he's going to be out there for his team. Uh, I, I did find it a little interesting that the injury conversation started up shortly after the struggles last week. That seemed a little bit, the timing of that seemed a bit odd. But he is banged up. He did suffer the injury, I believe, on a dive against the Raiders. Uh, that's where uh, he was diving for uh, for the end zone there in that did, game. Roberto, can you confirm this? Was there a dive by Russell Wilson that where he may have injured his lat muscle? That's correct. Yeah, that is correct. So. You, you, you did see this at some point during <laughs> <Yes>. the game? <laughs> so, Even Doc- though you might have been six beers deep? No, I saw it. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> did you really see it? Yeah, Dr. Flores was all over this. Come on, man. Roberto? Like, you know yeah, he's not in his that's head. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. That's correct. Uh, all right. So so now what do we it, – it What's just, next? Yeah, it just what, – like, Well, like, can I next? pose this question? Because I've heard other players say this before and or other people say this before. Like, do you guys feel like if, if you are out there in the field, like you got to be accountable for, for how you play. Now, you might be banged up. Most people are banged up. But you're good enough to play. Whereas, it, look, if you're not, if you can't go and you can't you know, play as well as you need to, then, then take a week off or, or sit out. But there's some guys who feel like, look, if once you cross that line, you're saying to all of us, like, you're, not, you're good enough to go out there and win. And you're good enough to go out there and be accountable and responsible for what takes place. So that, that's, that's what I'm curious to see. Like, do, do you get a, a little bit of the benefit of the doubt? knowing that he was dealing with an injury or do you say no man like that's that's on you like everyone's banged up this time of year you can fall on either side of it you could give the man some grace and and assume that okay maybe he's not playing as well because he's gotten through an an injury to to be able uh uh, you know not being 100 percent healthy and 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 see if you know once he's healthy what that looks like again that's 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 what i led in with right what's next all right, so once you say his lot is healed and he's he's back to a normal strength, if you're still having these offensive struggles, 
and a lot of them have to do with how he's playing, where do you go after that? What are you using? Because to me, I look at it like this. If, if we're basing it off of that and him being a gambler on himself to continue to play even though he may be injured enough where he shouldn't be playing, that's almost like you're, you're looking at a situation with Russell Wilson almost as, as like you're a, a, a blackjack player. Like a blackjack player will sit down, they'll have a, a, a tremendous amount of success, and then it's time to kind of get away from the table. And, and I know this for certain because I've fallen victim to this more than a few times. Sometimes it, you got to give yourself that break. You got to step away before you step back and jump back into the game because otherwise you're, you're going to lose it all. And 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 right now, I don't I don't think that Russell Wilson is in danger of losing his accolades and his, you know, obviously his accomplishments and, and what he's done, but he's he, he's definitely taking a hit. And I'm not talking about on the field. I'm talking about kind of reputationally speaking. He's taking a hit, and and I think it's based upon all of the things that have surrounded how, how things ended in. In, in Seattle, how he ended up where he's at, you know, the stuff that took place at the Super Bowl and how he wanted to be able to dictate the way that Tom Brady dictated and different things like that. I just think that there are a lot of elements that played a part in why people view Russell Wilson the way that they did or the way that they do. And if he doesn't play better sometime soon in the near future – I mean, his reputation is going to take a hit. I, I mean, I don't know that his did his lat have anything to do with him missing KJ Hamler, uh, like seeing to, him to yeah. throw it I, I to, did, to KJ Hamler. That's why, and I think a lot of this is people are now looking back retroactively and seeing some of the comments that were made previously about him in Seattle, going, "Oh, well, maybe they had a point. Like maybe, maybe there was maybe there was something there because." Like to Lavar's point, he really has taken a beating PR wise. I mean, it's been awful, as bad as it could possibly be for him. When everyone was talking about this is the big one of the big time gets, the Broncos end up landing another big time quarterback like they did with Peyton Manning, and it it has not gone smooth at all. And it and it feels like the conversation the first couple of games was all about Nathaniel Hackett and his inability to manage the game. And doesn't it feel like to you guys, like it's now turned towards, yeah, but Russell's not playing well. Like there, there's, there's more going on here. So I don't know that he at this point is going to buy any sympathy from anybody as far as how, whether or not he's injured, if he's out there, you assume he's good enough to play and he's, and he's better than whoever the backup quarterback there is in Denver. And you would assume that he's, he's an upgrade over that spot and they should win a bunch of games, or at least he should play better. And they haven't at all. So, okay. I don't know. Okay. Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson, <clears throat> he gets the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah. Okay. What transpired over the past year? Like, all of a sudden, he, he leaves, and I get it. He signs a new contract. But, by the way, with, with all the reporting that's come out, I mean, there's, like, Seahawks fans who are upset that, that Russ, I, I guess, left. But he did get traded, one. And, two, it's like they were trying to trade him back in 2018. So it's just odd that, that somehow the narrative has turned – where there's like so much hatred towards a guy that I don't. I mean, he really hasn't done anything wrong, has he? And I, he I mean, well, it's not, it's not like really he done, done, he's really done everything right. Yeah. If, right? You, re- if yeah. you really dissect he's, it and look at it at its bare minimum value, he's done everything the right way. Literally, like he, he's never been in trouble. 
He's a God-fearing man. He's, he's a, a God-fearing dude. He goes to yeah. the children's hospital on his off days in Seattle. Like he does all this stuff. He's got different business enterprises, none of which that you would say are like shady or anything like this that. Chick is bad as hell. She makes yeah. her own yeah, money. She, she she's got it's, talent. So it's not like this was one of those like kind of like you know. I mean, over over like an off deals. season, he went from being like looked at as. Man, like people are rooting for him to just get an MVP vote because of when he plays well, no one seems to recognize him. And literally over the course of an offseason, he goes from being one of the most like lovable, likable, at least I think on the outside, maybe it wasn't always that in Seattle or in the locker room, but at least on the outside. And then he turns into this guy that like everyone just like uses as a punching bag. It's now look, I think part of it is maybe how he's portrayed himself. And there's maybe some things that people feel like aren't genuine, right? Like That's he's it. doing there you it. Go. You're going down the he's, right he's lane. He's doing now. it to be something that he wants to be, but maybe isn't. But then I'd ask you guys, like, a lot of people live based on the fake it till you make it, right? Like, like, like there's a lot of people who like live or the business or their own per- persona. Like, they will fake it until they make it to that point. Only problem with faking it till you make it is if you got some real ones that are are coming out. And they're sitting there saying how they feel about it, right? Like if right. you got a Richard Sherman who, you know, guys from the Legion that have that credibility and they're not faking it until they make I mean, it. They're, they're just who they are. When when they have when they have opinions that are as strong as they have been that have come out in terms of exposing how they view Russ, Russell Wilson and, and, and what they think of it, I think that puts a lot of strain and a lot of pressure on fans and onlookers as to how they're viewing him. And so when you go and do a corny-ass TikTok video or you do a weird-ass Subway video where you're, you're, you're playing it up, that sarcasm that could be looked at and laughed at and enjoyed because he's totally going for the sarcasm of it now starts to make him look like something that maybe he's really not. And well, you look at him like, oh, he's lame for that. Like, I, I, well, I also feel like there's an element of like accountability for what you put out. Like, well, that's true. Like, you want it to be like what you want to be putting out. Like, you, it, it's hard seeing the TikTok stuff and some of these other things because you're like, all right, is someone telling him to do this? Like, is there like a handle or a marketing group or something? That's like, I think oh yeah, he's enjoying this. Like, is being this, sarcastic? Like, like, well, not every trend. Do you have to be a part That's of it? That's Whether it's TikTok or something else. Like we were talking earlier, old school cats don't like taking photos. Guess what? They're not going to have a TikTok account or an Instagram account. Probably not. Because they don't see value in it. They don't understand it. It's not who they are. There's an element of that out there, I think, when you look at like the different areas of where people are at. Some people just want to stay relevant to stay relevant. So they're just trying to like be a part of whatever's going on. But it doesn't really suit them. It doesn't really fit them. I mean, it's it's just an interesting time to me, and I feel like there's some things that people like, like that'll put out, and people go, "Well, that's not really him," or "Is that really him?" Like, like who who is like who is he trying to be? Yeah, and it comes off as disingenuous. I think that's where people start to become critical or, or feel like you know when someone's fake. It, Russell, that's how I see it. it oh, he's uh, he's Tim Tebow, but he's good at football. Russell Wilson like. is executing for the brand. And, and that's his brand. He's executing for the brand. Like it, love it, hate it, whatever. It, he is going to stay true 
to what he feels he's executing as it applies to the growth and the build out of his brand. And you know what's interesting? So people in Seattle revere that team. Brady was there. The Legion of Boom, uh, Marshawn Lynch, they revere those guys. All right. Marshawn Lynch, uh, Last last time we saw him, uh, he was being pulled over because you he know was a little faded, uh, annihilated. Yeah, he's a little faded. You've got Richard Sherman, who had a little bit of a dicey incident that took place last. He off lost season. to the door. He lost to the front. And then door. Uh, Brand, Brandon <laughs> Browner, who is a member of the Legion of Boom, he's in San Quentin right now. Well, go ahead. And, you can add they, one more to I, it. I'm just like there. Add Earl to it. Yeah, you can oh, add Earl good to point. It. I forgot about Earl Thomas. Yeah, like it, it is. It is weird how. Those guys are revered, and look, everybody makes mistakes. I mean, it's it's you know that it is what it is. They're considered Some of them to be are, the real are, ones. Are a little bit more serious than others. Man, but, uh, stuff like this happens, bro. Yeah, yeah that's it true. It certainly does. But it just it is weird how those guys are viewed a certain way. Yet Russell Wilson, who's got none of that on his record, is getting buried <laughs> just like all of a sudden he's it just nobody likes him and then like we seem to friend and all it took was like five games <laughs> to completely it's just, unravel again, just, and, 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 and off season in five games yeah, it's, very, it's just a point. lot there's a there's a that he's done. that is easy to pinpoint it's just that just is what it is because he's nerdy right uh, well i mean not, just kind of, or corny he's just, can, can i throw it out like this like when you're showing workout videos all the time in the off season of your preparation that's cool when I think, again, it's like a trendy thing to do now. People want to do it. You know what really shows whether or not you've been working in the offseason and all that kind of stuff? If you win. Is if you, well, if you go out there and at least play well in the field. Like, not, not, even, like not, even, not even if you win, right? Because, the, like, like, football, to me, like, attributing wins and quarterbacks, it's always the biggest misnomer. Because you could have games where a quarterback plays like crap, you win a football game. Trust me, and been they there. they could play like amazing. And, and you could play amazing and still lose. But you're still going to get the blame. You and the well, head coach But that's are going part to get of it. But I'm just saying that the narrative out there to me, that's not that, – that, that to me is just for everyone else if they want to talk about that. If, if Russ if, – if he's been training the way he needs to and all that to get the offense down everything, you'd see it on the field. And that's the thing is it, it feels like when they're out there from week one till now, injury or not, like – him not hitting K.J. Hamler last week makes you go, hmm. Like how – I mean, that play is designed for that exact coverage, that situation scenario. <laughs> they should have been open. on the sideline. Holler, throw it to K.J. Pass to K.J. <laughs> yeah. Pass to K.J. Like come off, the f- come off the field and tell your teammates, hey, listen, uh, when I miss an open receiver, y'all holler at me and tell me to throw it to him. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Or when snap I'm coming, the ball tell me where to throw. Or when I'm coming out of the facility and I'm talking to myself and I'm going through the entire run-through of what I'm going to do as I'm – speaking to myself and I get onto the field and I talk to everybody and I high five to people that are not there. I just want y'all to understand that I am totally visualizing 100% what I'm going to manifest when I get out here on the field. Because like again, so bringing up that video where he was coming out of the, I believe with their locker room at the facility and he kind of does like the getting ready to take fives and all that. It was funny. I was watching like I think it was Cade York or someone had put up a video of, of them kicking a ball like 90 some yards or something, right? You know what he did before he kicked it, though? He looked to each side like he – like because he was going through a kickoff. He looked to each side like he was making sure they're okay to go do the kickoff. Mm-hmm. Like he went through that mannerism. Like we kind of pick and choose when we want to like get on people or make fun of people for stuff like that. Hey, well, yeah. I mean, when you're talking to people that and high-fiving them and they're not there, um, mm, 
I'm not going to get you, on anybody a, for for having some comments. Are you about talking it. about the two minute drill? Is that what you're okay, talking about? Is that what it was? All right, they, they start I, to run together for me. If you were to pinpoint when things started to turn for him, and I'm not kidding when I say this, when he went through the two minute drill on the field before and pre-game, a game, he, it was before a pre-game, game, he yeah, wasn't was. playing was by himself. I, everybody, I, I think even um, uh, AJ and Pat McAfee were talking to Aaron Rodgers about it, and and uh, Pat, or I think it was AJ, made a joke. And Aaron Rodgers was trying not to laugh so hard because you could tell they probably discussed it. Like, dude, what is he doing? Like, what are we doing here? You're going through a two-minute drill by yourself with nobody else out there in a game you're not playing and you're weeks away from returning. I do look back on that and go, that could have been the point in time where the tables turned on him for, to a lot of people. So, listen, I uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe he'll be ready to go. It definitely turned for Jonas. Jonas has just all of a sudden not been a fan of Russell over the past year. Trust me. It just, you know, there's something about him. I don't know, man. I just, it seemed a little fraudulent. But who knows? Hey, LeVar, real recognize real. Jonas Jonas doesn't feel like he's being really real. That's a good point, man. Yeah. Throw him up. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Throw him up. Y'all got to go to bed. I'm a great football player. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. And I'll continue to be great. That was me before the show. I yeah. hear you, man. Mr. 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 Unlimited. Uh, you got to be unlimited. Just, right just genuine through and through. He is a, a genuine guy. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be We've got Petros Papadakis, who's joining us here. He's the old P. Get old him on P. Twitter, at the old P. He's the co-host of the Petros and Money Show, which you can hear on the Blowtorch, AM570, really? LA That's how you Sports. Say it. Well, really? Come on. Right. Come on, man. I mean, he always, he's always trying to set me up to say it. It's his right. thing. Come on. Mine. The Blowtorch, AM570, yeah. LA Sports, Fox College Football Analyst. Come on, Q. Come he, on, he calls Q. Like Get it. 13 Get it, Q. games every weekend. Get it, Q. Come on, Brady. Come on. What, oh. what is what is AM five seventy LS? No, you want me to come on. The blowtorch. Oh, yeah. it's so much better. It was better. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, Brady's better than he's me. He's improving. At it. Uh, and uh, Petros is joining us here. He was. Now you I bet were, you he could do it better than both of you. Uh, guys. Petros, you were at Dodger Stadium yesterday, fired up, drinking some Micheladas, uh, getting ready for uh, Game One between uh, the Doyers and the Padres. How are we feeling after Game <laughs> One? I guess I feel okay. I don't know. I wasn't that worried about it in the first place. But uh, I was there for sure, and I did drink a michelada, and I left. Uh, the game started at 6.30, and I left at 5.25. <laughs> What's the difference between a michelada and, and tomato soup or V8? Like, I never could get into V8. I could never get into micheladas or whatever because that's like well, if I uh, grilled cheese. I mean, a chelada is just like my – or chila, like a cold beer. So michelada is like my cold beer. So it's kind of regional. If you go down to Mexico, people will swear it's just a little bit of salt around the rim of your beer. But here in Southern California, it's become like a thing with a cheeseburger in it, you know, like a, like a Bloody Mary. Right, it's deal. like a and Bloody it, Mary. It's very similar, except people 
use Clamato right. a lot more uh, because uh, that's popular. Uh, and uh, but yeah, it's like a Bloody Mary with beer. Right. Yeah. This is, it's what it is. See. Like, but you need chamoy. Do you know what that is? No. It's like a sticky. Uh, sauce, yeah. uh, and you have to put that on the rim, and then you need uh, uh, tahine. Tahine, right? So you tahine. need that, and then you need uh, some people like Worcestershire sauce yeah. in their yeah. michelada. Big time. Some people like a little soy sauce. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's all kinds of things to do. I'm just going to be in the restroom all day long. If I, <laughs> yeah, really you gotta, uh, if I tried yeah. to do all of that with one drink, I'd be like bad. I'd be in bad shape. Uh, well, you know, I, I think uh, there's worse things when it comes to drinking. Okay. Really, it's yeah. just like half a beer and tomato juice. See, like, okay. I'd rather have that than a Bloody Mary, to be honest with you. That is a Bloody Mary. No. Well, you can also have a Bloody Maria. A Bloody Mary. Oh, whoa. <laughs> what is that? That's a Bloody Mary with tequila. tequila. Oh, yeah. Dios, okay. Dios mio. How about that? Yeah. Hi, Dios yeah. mio. Yeah. Uh, Pac-Man. <laughs> Pac-Man. I'm glad we got that cleared up. Hey, hey Petros, um, let me ask you a question. Cause it's only like everyone... 30 bucks for one of those at Dodger Stadium. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty cheap. I mean, right? Sure. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I, what's the going rate nowadays at, at concession stands for stuff? Um, do you have a problem with Dave Roberts, the way he manages games? I, I know someone on our show does based on their Twitter timeline. Wait, what did he do last night? Did I miss yeah, something? Did he pull a pitcher after, what, five innings? He's not, you know. Go ahead, Birdo. Air your grievances. Yeah, where you at, Birdo? Five innings and 80 pitches? Yeah, I have a problem with that. Yeah, he doesn't like it. <laughs> well, I'll be sure to call him out. Yeah. I don't care, I mean, guys. <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Like they, at the end I of the day, if they win, Dallas. that's all that matters. I mean, what matters is when people get publicly outraged when they lose, and there's a complete and huge like panic meltdown when the Padres come within two runs. That's what matters: is people freaking out. Yes, has Dave Roberts made questionable decisions during the playoffs and beyond? Any manager does, I guess, but. I mean, the Dodgers have been in this position, what is it, 10 times in the last 10 years? And they failed nine of them. And they won that one World Series. And that's like a great thing in some people's mind because it's so hard to maintain excellence. And there's no doubt about that. But also, it's kind of like a Buffalo Bills uh, or even a, well, the Buffalo Bills is the worst case scenario, I guess. The Atlanta Braves would be maybe a little bit more accurate, but it's just a COVID championship, which is not the same, I guess. Most people feel like, even though it seems more legit than the NBA one, because it was done in front of people and they had a real playoff structure that was difficult and everybody played by the same rules, of course. Are you trying to say that LeBron has a half ring? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh my gosh. Wow. I'll say that right now. I'll say that forever. I'll say it forever. (laughs) Uh, But, but yeah, so I think there's a lot of uh, tight butts in the city of Los Angeles for more than one reason. Uh, But because of the Dodgers, (laughs) a, a lot of people love the Dodgers. They live and die with the Dodgers. The Dodgers did almost 4 million people this year. In, uh, I mean, that's amazing. That's And that's like the second most they've ever had. I mean, they're the most visited sport in the world. And baseball is alive and well here because they are so excellent during the regular season. And does Dave Roberts do wacky stuff in the playoffs? I can't say that he doesn't. But I'm a, not enough of a baseball expert to wake up at 5 in the morning filled with vitriol about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. It's an honest answer. <laughs> That's, uh, that, that is all fair. I mean, uh, now I got to ask you this, though. 
uh, the UCLA Bruins. Now, our, How our, about them? Now, you and I, now our uh, our mutual friend Chip Kelly, uh, Petros, and I have a, a mutual friendship with Chip Kelly. Oh, he came uh, on the show when uh, Jonas was there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And what did he say? I guess you guys don't interview a lot of coaches. Brady doesn't bring on his people. No. No. He doesn't like Brady could bring anybody on if you wanted. He definitely. Yeah. Could. He well, uh, Petros, I mean, that's not necessarily true. Oh, See, come on! You guys you, could be no, talking to Dave Doran right now. You you come on to our show for a segment a week, and yet you don't hear a lot of the other stuff that's said. Jonas would absolutely ruin uh, Fox's reputation in college no, football. No, he did a good any... job. Oh, Petros. You're looking at a small sample size. I've yeah. worked with this guy for years. We, we've had on plenty of guests, and every time he's trying to get him to out someone or there's something else happening. Do you do ruins, that, Jonas? That's the relationship. not true. That's, that's a reckless uh, statement from Brady Quinn. I, I have not done that. I, I keep it on the up and up. I'm a professional. Chip Kelly even noted Dude, he outed I, one of my boys earlier today for crop dusting Wendy. He I didn't Wendy. say his he last did. name. He said his first name. I didn't he said say his, his first name. I mean, people could connect it to Brady uh, Quinn. Nobody heard me say Pat. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> Was it Jeff Samarja? Yeah, what's No, no, it wasn't Jeff. <laughs> no, it wasn't Samarja. It was Pat. He just said his name. I mean, he's, he keeps saying it. But, For the uh, second time. So, Petros, well, let me ask you about Chip Kelly Pat, at UCLA. Pat was his name. Uh, at Pat Cowens? I know his name. At what point? At what point? Pat Hayden. Yeah, yeah Pat, Pat Hayden. Hayden. Pat Hayden. Oh, he, he farts on everybody. Uh, Pat, Pat White. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Petros, at what point do, does uh, UCLA and Chip Kelly start getting a little respect uh, on the national landscape of college well, football? Well, didn't I tell you guys or somebody at some point that UCLA's problems in the Rose Bowl are not synonymous with the football team and that they're developing talent and doing a great job and that all the people counting UCLA out when they had a tight win against what was it, South Alabama and yeah. the Sun Belt and kind of that really lackadaisical non-conference that they went through because Michigan pulled out on them. I think that a lot of people just got caught sleeping on them because of all the USC hype in the off season. And I mentioned on this show and many others, I mean, talk all you want about USC, but UCLA put 60-plus on them the last time they played. And UCLA was really the one with the developmental talent and what's going on in the draft and all that. They've done a better job than everybody in the Pac-12, let alone USC, with much different recruiting classes. So I've been tooting that horn for a long time, but an empty Rose Bowl is depressing. I mean, it's true. An an empty Rose Bowl is depressing. And that's probably not going to be the case as long as they're winning, but they've had two really good wins in a row, and they've been game control type of wins. We don't really use that term anymore because the BCS is not a thing. But game control, as far as just really complementary football, all three phases working together, and the offense just being really, really balanced. DTR looks so much more comfortable throwing the ball from the pocket than he has in his career. He didn't play a lot of high school football. Uh, He was a receiver. He played quarterback at Gorman, but you know who was there while he was there? The Old eight, eight school Tate Martell. Tate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that dude. That What's he, he doing ended, now? He ended, he's in business. But uh, he ended up as like a receiver <laughs> at UNLV. <laughs> Old eight school Tate. Yeah. Eight. Hey, did I ever tell you when I went to Miami to watch them practice? 
I no. was I was I was shocked, man. And 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 back then, remember Dan Enos? He was their offensive coordinator. Yes, he was riding him. I mean, he was missing like a tight end routes on air, like couldn't hit a tight end. <laughs> and I, I don't remember like listening to a watch on the sideline. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Like this is not going to be. That was like the Nikosi Perry days and all that. He had no shot of playing in Miami. <laughs> no he, shot. He ended up. Uh, uh, DTR was behind him for a long time at Gorman. So, uh, you know, he kind of – he didn't have that. And I was talking to Chris Peterson about this. You know, sometimes you want a guy who played quarterback every single year, all year, and started since he was a freshman. And he's just been seeing passing routes in-game, improvising, doing all that stuff year in and year out since he's, you know, 12, 13 years old in big-time football games, uh, you know, regionally. And uh, DTR didn't have that. And all of a sudden, it looks like he just clicked uh, throwing the football. And then that kid Bobo is great, the yeah, transfer. Jake. And then the uh, Charbonnet, I think, is probably the best player on their team, the, the running back. Uh, so they really have a great thing going. Now, that doesn't mean they can't lose up at Oregon because Oregon, uh, I didn't know about Oregon. I saw Oregon. I've watched Oregon play. Oregon's pretty legit. They have a really good running back in Bucky Irving. I love him. Uh, Bo Nix is using his legs all over the place. So UCLA's got a bye, and then they play Oregon. So, you know, in two weeks when we talk, USC and UCLA could be holding a big L. You know, that's been being discussed about them catching an L, but they still have not caught one yet. No. And they are one and two currently in in the Pac twelve. I mean, we, we talked about depressing. Um uh, is it depressing that two future Big Ten teams are are leading oh, the Oh come on. I, I mean I, I, yeah, I, I, I gotta ask is. the question. Uh, no, I think it's depressing for people. That's gotta like, be depressing knowing that th- you've been waiting this long for two <laughs> traditional programs <laughs> to actually do what they're doing right now and it comes on the heels of them leaving. Kudos yeah, for, to the Big Ten, just say it. <laughs> for UCLA fans they probably feel like it's uh, a long time coming with the Chip Kelly regime. And then for USC fans, obviously they're just excited that they're playing relevant football again uh, at a blue blood. But you're right. I I think it is depressing. I was talking to somebody the other day, some uh, Pac-12 radio show or something, and I was like, yeah, this is great in the current landscape. You know, I mean, you can't really deny it. But, again, you know, we've had this conversation a bunch. I think there's, there's a lot more change coming than just this. There and most is. people feel it. Petros Papadakis. Are you going to be back at the stadium coming up? No, on? no. We got in trouble yesterday. What so happened? What did you do? What did you, do? Trouble you piss off? Was it Kershaw again? You no, really, no, you really upset, can't talk about it? We upset our boss. Oh, so no. I don't Don Martin? Yeah, I don't think we're going to be back anytime soon. <laughs> can you can you, <laughs> just, can you just do an impression? Don't tell us what he said, but just an impression of how it would have sounded. Get out of here. <laughs> ah, ah, don't come back. Ah, I love you to death. Ah, oh, God. Ah. Ah, but you crossed the line. So do you feel like you've been we scolded, we, we considered going into another suite uh, where we were doing the show at Dodger Stadium and leaving from that one. Oh, wow. Just like walking by Stan Cast and like, see you later. All right. 
See, I, okay, I knew you guys were going to have a problem when Matt Money Smith <laughs> on the air. Here. <laughs> Matt Money Smith on the air sucked down the sand of his Michelada. Yeah. And it was like. <laughs> like well, that was after. That was after. <laughs> and it was like, uh oh. That was uh-oh. after we got in trouble. <laughs> just, uh, what happened, Petra? Let's just say the podcast has been redacted. Oh, wow. Who's <laughs> oh, no, that? Oh, bad? wow. <laughs> it, we, it, we're good for it every, one, every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, I was throwing down. Oh, man. It's a sponsorship issue. We can do whatever we want. We can say whatever we want. Like, obviously, you know, we have a lot of leeway on the show, and that's part of our show. But uh, every once in a while, you know, you tickle a sponsor in a certain way, and maybe the wrong sales guys listen. (laughs) Oh, no. no. Well, get him on Twitter at the old P. I have a long memory for those narcs, you know. (laughs) A real long memory for the narcs. Yeah, we don't take no lip from no bartender. No, uh, no, I don't take no, I don't take no lip from no barkeep either. <laughs> you have to wrap somebody on the beard around here to get some respect. <laughs> get him on Twitter at the old P. Uh, Petros will do it again next week, and uh, you know, happy trails to your time. Enjoy a Michelada for breakfast yeah, today. There man. it is. I'm going back to sleep. Yeah, um, I like that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.